0: Not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Welcome to the podcast for moms, not all heroes wear capes with your hosts, Betsy Pendergrass and Tina Smith. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious talks, and occasional tears as we share with you funny stories and serious chats on all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome to the podcast. It's Tina and Betsy, and we are talking about single moms today and there's a lot of single moms out there and i used to be a single mom i was a single mom for a season of my life and i'll be honest it was one of the hardest seasons of my life so i have a lot of compassion for my single moms out there that are listening to us today, and Betsy was raised by a single mom. So That's exactly right. You're going to get two different perspectives here because you're going to have the single mom perspective and you have the kid of a single mom perspective. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go, right? With all yeah. of that, um, boy, I'll tell you what I found myself to be a single mom of two, and my kids were four and two when I became a single mom. Wow. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I was a, a stay at home mom prior to that. So hmm. I got flung back into full-time work and my kids. I'm just got interested, here. Tina. What did you do? I was a legal assistant for a law firm in the area that I live. Okay. Um, so I was able to go back to that because that's what I did before I had kids and the law firm hired me back, which was so cool. And um, my kids went into daycare which they had never been into daycare. And so I was working full-time, two young kids. I'd get up, go to work while I get up, drop them off at daycare. Fortunately, I had a mom who watched them and she had kids, their kids' ages or her kids' ages. So all the kids played together. They went to preschool together when that happened and she literally co-parented right next to me, Aww. which was such a blessing. And she was an answer to prayer. Yeah, I, You know, she was such an answer to prayer for me. So I would drop them off with her and then I would go on off to work and I would work all day and I'd get off work at five and I'd go back and pick the kids up. And then I was a mom for the whole evening and we did a wanna and, you know, so it was busy, you know, you had to, you know, cook the meals, you were off to church or whatever, you know, you had in the evening and then get them to bed, which everybody knows that that's a job to get yeah, two kids to bed and then get yourself to bed. And then it would start all over again the next day. It was like Groundhog Day.
1: Okay. I want to ask a question because I know part of your story, but what this was not something that you chose absolutely so, not so yeah. what do you have to what do you have to say to to single moms who are in the same situation they didn't choose the situation that they're in their whole life has gotten Crazy turned upside down. Yeah. How do you stay out of bitterness, anger, resentment?
0: Ooh, that's a. T- I'm telling you, it's really easy to live there or to be the victim. You know, yeah. and I, for me, it was a matter of choosing forgiveness. And choosing to understand that no matter what happened in my life, God was still in control. Like I had to make that choice that, okay, Lord, you are the boss of my life and I'm trusting you that where I am right now. And some of that, I have to say, Betsy, some of that was the consequences of the choices I made years prior to that, you know, of who I chose to marry and in the whole nine yards. Do I regret any of that? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. because I wouldn't have the two children I have. Right. You know, I have four total, but I wouldn't have those two. And so there are no regrets. I mean, I, my relationship with Jesus Christ wouldn't be where it is today if I had not walked through those deep waters, but I have to, I have to confess some of that was my own doing and my own poor choices. And, um, I think you know, God says, do not be deceived. You will reap what you sow. And I had sown some pretty bad seeds. And, you know, the, the thing is, is where we get deceived is, is we don't reap in the same season we sow.
1: Okay. So to, I, like I'm a young mom, I'm mm-hmm. pretending. Okay. And I'm hearing you say that. And my thought is going to, um, what could you tell us more? Like, what do you feel like were directions that you went off in the wrong direction? Where
0: I went off in the weeds? So I yeah. mean, a lot of this is my personal testimony. And what happened was, is I started dating this guy when I was 18 and we were having sex outside of marriage. And. Part of my story is I did get pregnant. I had an abortion and then, and we were still going to church and I had become a believer and received Jesus Christ as my savior, but I had no clue what it meant for him to be boss, to be the Lord of my life. So, you know, I'm doing all these things. We ended up getting married. Then we had, you know, one kid and then another kid came along and then I find out he has a friend and. In my marriage, fell apart, and there was my life down around my ankles, and I had all this
1: baggage I was carrying around. So, okay, and we, I, we just want to take a second, real quick, and we want to say if this is your story, mm-hmm. contact us if you want
0: absolutely. help. Because, absolutely, there
1: is you, you can be in a marriage that started from a place very similar to where Tina started mm-hmm. and see redemption come. Like
0: absolutely, there
1: are so many testimonies Mm -hmm. about, but, but if you don't know the ways and never heard or been taught things that you can do, like I'm assuming part of your story is you didn't know all the stuff then that you know now.
0: Oh, absolutely not. I, I mean, I'm not even the same person that I was back then.
1: So we're saying to you moms, Mm -hmm. if you, if you're in a hard place right now and you need some guidance or help about how to deal with that mess that's been in your past, or you want us to talk more about that, Mm -hmm. like send us a message, let us know because we want to meet you where
0: Mm -hmm. you are. Oh, absolutely. And if anybody wants to read my full story, it's right on my website, RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org. You can click the tab, Meet Tina, and my story is right there. And you can read it more in depth, but just, you know, high level. So I ended up, you know, a single mom, but some of that is just consequences of poor choices that I made, but, you know, and God's not going to be mocked. I mean, I'm sitting in a church, you know, and we're in leadership and we're doing all the things and then we're, we're leading a different life outside of that. And you can't live like that. What begins in deceit will end in deceit.
1: Well, and, and it's, it's okay. not about checking the boxes. It's about our relationship. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've done the same thing. I've been in there checking mm-hmm. my boxes and not have a clue who Jesus is. Right. I right. No relationship, just a, right. just a book. That's mm-hmm. all I had was a book called the Bible. Right. And So we're we're saying this to you guys, not as condemnation, but as an invitation. Absolutely. To to realize that there's Mm -hmm. more available than what we know. There's always more available. There's more available (laughs) to us than we know. I am still growing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there
0: absolutely is. And there's no shame in that. You know, Mm -hmm. Jesus... There's been so much redemption on the other side of that for my life. And that's the best part of it. You know, God redeemed every ounce of it and restored to me the years the locust had eaten. Yes. It, you know, and I am who I am today because of all of that. You know, was yeah. it easy? It was so hard. And that's what I was going to say. You know, you're on a groundhog day as a single mom. So, and, you know, it was the same thing over and over again. So by the time I got to Sunday night, I remember being on the phone with Patty, just laying in bed crying. Cause I'm like, I can't do another week. Like it's exhausting. Yeah. It's just exhausting. But there were some things I learned in that, that really helped me to walk in it and take care of myself.
1: You know, okay, so share some of that with us. And I also want to say people don't miss that she said she talked to Patty. So she had a mentor, I had a mentor. that she was talking yeah. to. So yes. we talked about mentors. Don't forget that episode. Mm-hmm. Right. And
0: Patty walked alongside of me. So Patty's been a part of my life for 30 years. And she walked alongside of me through all of this. And she had been a single mom. So she really knew how to navigate through some of this. One of the things, you know, as a single mom visitation can be really difficult, you know, because you don't want to let go and you don't, and some situations aren't always really good. Now, I did have a situation where my kid's dad, that he loved his children and was his home run the same way as I would have wanted mine to be? No, not at all. And there were some people in my kids' lives that I might not necessarily have wanted them to be in their lives, but I didn't have any control over what went on in his home. That was none of my business unless it was going to harm my kids. One of the things that I had to learn was when they had visitation with their dad, that was my me time. And I didn't yeah. feel guilty about it. Wednesday nights was me time. Every other weekend was me time. And I planned things to do with friends that was fun. And I didn't oh, feel good guilty. For you. I didn't feel, but I had to learn that. I had to learn that. And I had to let go of those kids and say, Lord, you're in control and I'm trusting yeah. them. I, they are yours. You love them more than I do. And I'm trusting you with them while they're out of my sight. Mm-hmm. And as I began to press into that more and lean into that and enjoy those times when I didn't have to be, you know, mom all the time. Uh, it helped it it did yeah. help you know but single momming is hard 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 and it, there's long term consequences to all of those things you know yeah. best thing if you and your husband can work it out that's the absolute best thing but it takes both of you willing to yes. work it out for that's that it. to happen you know you don't don't stay in a in a bad relationship because i remember just being so broken and there's tear stained pages in my Bible, certain pages that are just, you can tell that I just wept over because I so desperately didn't want to be in the season that I was in, you know? And I remember the Holy Spirit saying, you know, I, I remember praying one day, Lord, he is the only one who can love my kids. And I got about that far and the Holy Spirit stopped me and it said, no, he's not. Yeah, I was fortunate enough that God brought somebody into my life that stepped in and loved my kids and allowed them a relationship with their own dad and, you know, was just allowed me to co-parent because here's the deal. You have kids together. You're still going to have to get along for the sake of the kids. You're going to have to die to yourself so your kids can live. Yeah. And you're going to have to have a spouse down the road if you remarry that is going to be okay with that and is going to stand beside you and all of that. And that, that has to be, that's a God thing. I mean, I look at where I'm at right now and, you know, 24 years into a a second marriage, you know, that's a God thing.
1: It is a God thing. Incredible
0: odds. So yeah, but single momming was not easy by any stretch of the imagination.
1: No, I mean, I can think I'm, my own mom now as a parent and think how on earth Mm. did she do what she did? I mean, there were three of us and we were four years apart each and she did it all. Mm. And um, she met, uh, she and my father had an amicable divorce. In fact, they were more pleasant with each other after they were divorced than they were when they were married. So as a little kid, I'm thinking, well, this is a win because I hated fighting and conflict. And so, you know, I'm thinking that's a great thing. It wasn't until I was older and I realized that I feel like, I feel like what God did, my parents both ended up making the changes that they weren't willing to make with each other, with the spouses that they ended up marrying. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And, and, you know, part of that could very potentially be they just grew in the Lord Mm -hmm. and they learned Mm -hmm. um, those things later in life. But, um, but I feel like in our lives, and you might agree with this too. I mean, I feel like God blessed us in spite of the divorce. Like, yes, I think sometimes if we're in the middle of that and we're, especially there's some situations that I know of where people have had to or wanted to justify getting a divorce, right? Not not for reasons that are biblical, great reasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I feel like we can get in our mind that God will bless us if we go in this direction. Well, I feel like he blessed us in spite of the struggle. Yes. And that was with a great stepfather. And uh-huh. to be honest, I mean, it was, he got me to go on the Chrysalis retreat, which is a Emmaus. I don't know if you guys know that community, but it's a non-denominational retreat thing. And that is really where yes. I met Jesus. I mean, yeah. that is, I, I had done all the things. I had jumped through all the hoops, but it was not until that event that uh-huh. I really understood the cross and the redemption of Jesus. And And that was because of Ed. And I was in 10th grade when they married. Um, and honestly, in a lot of ways, he was at that point in time in my life, uh, more of a father to me than my dad was who came into marriage with no skills of parenting Mm -hmm. from that he had learned from his father and a bad marriage, that stayed together. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so when I, my father changed and before his death, we had a great relationship, but he, um, I look at Ed and I think, thank the Lord mm-hmm. that we were blessed. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, in the last 10 years, um, they were at birthday, they were all at birthday parties together. They were all at, and, but I want to tell you people, I want to tell <laughs> you people that even in the best scenario, which are I really feel like our our story was the best case scenario as far as divorce goes. Mm -hmm. Even in the best case scenario, divorce is hard.
0: Oh, absolutely. And second marriages are not like first marriages at all. They are 10 times harder. Yes. They're so much harder, you know, and I think, you know, you said, talking about the blessing, that's the redemption of Jesus Christ. That is nothing on me. That's nothing on anybody. That is Jesus Christ. It's the, but God. Yes. And that's why you have to nail down that Lordship thing. Yes. Because had I not been following Jesus, I don't, I would have never recognized rod father to be, you know, the next person down the line, you know, for me to be with. And, um, you have to, you have to be tuned into what the Holy Spirit wants. I have a girlfriend who was separated and divorced about the same time I was. There was a, interestingly enough, there was a group of us. So we ended up single momming together. Yeah. So I encourage you, you know, if you're, you have friends that are married or single, you need to have a community around you to help you do this. Because if I had not had a community, I would have sunk. I was 12 hours from my closest relative. I was literally on my own, but you have to have those people that are going to gird you up. Yeah. You know, but you have to nail down this Lordship thing. You have to be willing to follow Jesus no matter what. And my girlfriend that was single at the same time, she vowed that she was not going to remarry until all of her kids were grown and out of the house. And that was where God called her.
1: He yeah. called
0: every single one of us to a different walk in this. And yeah. we, you have to allow people latitude to go where God calls them, but don't run out there and find just the next guy because. Well, yeah, no, you do that. I <laughs> no. mean, that's that's
1: scary. You know, well, it's scary. And, and we have to give each other rooms to be in our own stories. And I want to encourage you guys, if you are a single mom right now, don't make any vows unless you know they're from the Lord.
0: Yes. Oh my
1: gosh. (laughs) Oh, that's scary to me Because because that's
0: how I got into this mess in the first place. Okay. Think about that like, I got into this mess because I was driving my own car, flying my own plane. It's like, get out of the captain's chair and get over there in, in the co-pilot seat and let God be your, your pilot flying this plane. Because if you don't, you're not going to have the story that Betsy and I have to tell at this point,
1: you know? Well, and, and if you're in a marriage that is hard, if you're in a place that's, um, well, marriage is, I'm a it tell you the truth. Marriage is hard.
0: <laughs> it's it, so hard.
1: It's refining and it's hard, but it's also really good and encouraging. So it's mm-hmm. like all of those things all at once. But if you're in a marriage, don't listen to the crap from the enemy. Right. Like you need insight from God about mm-hmm. what next steps are. Mm-hmm. And, and he'll tell you all kind of stuff. He'll tell, I mean, the enemy will tell you all kind of stuff, right? Um, because he
0: wants to destroy your marriage. Yes. He wants yes. to destroy families. Families are the backbone of our society and look at them.
1: They're a mess. They're a mess. And I I want, if, if you're in a situation where you've been listening to the enemy for a while and you think that it would be easier, if mm. that, I am I'm going a, I'm a, if you think, that divorcing your spouse would be easier than what you're dealing with now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that's a lie from the enemy. It's ten times harder. Because like, yes, it might be the direction you need to go in. Uh-huh. But if you have an abusive spouse, right, you may, you may need to consider getting mm-hmm. wise counsel because you may need to separate. Yeah, but if you think that you should go because you think it would be easier, right. You're sadly mistaken. It's not going to be no. easier. And listen, listen, the, if you've been, if
0: you're an abusive situation, you don't allow yourself to be abused. That's not no. what I'm saying here. No, it's no, no. Listen, it's not good for your kids to see that because here's yeah, I'm what that sorry. looks if like. I'm, if I made it sound like that, that's not no, what no, I am No, mean. no, no, um, no. No, I don't think you made it sound like that. I'm just saying, I'm clarifying. If yeah. you're in an abusive situation, what you're teaching your daughter is oh. it's okay to live in an abusive situation and yes. what you're teaching your son and is it's okay to abuse women? Yeah. You know, I want, I want the ladies to see down the road. This is what, you know, because we came out of this and my, my daughter has a backbone of steel and I said something to Patty about that. I'm like, man, she has such a backbone of steel. She said, why wouldn't she? Her mother had a backbone of steel oh. and I went, wow, wow. As hard as that was and as hard as some of those choices were, I my daughter learned something out of that, that I wasn't even intentionally teaching her. So if you're in an abusive mm. situation or if there's adultery or yeah. you've been abandoned, listen, those are biblical things. God yes. has something to say about that, you know? And, you and know, there's redemption. There is redemption in all of Every that. bit of it.
1: Every, every right. bit.
0: And for your kids, there's one thing that was on my mind here. Cause we are talking about, you know, raising these kids. One thing I looked at my kids and said, you will never be allowed to use this crappy situation that we're in right now as an excuse for poor behavior. True. You are not not a victim. You are a victim in this. And we are going to get through this and you're going to live victoriously through it. And that's the key. You want to live victoriously through this because your kids are watching you. Yes. And they're going to learn.
1: And the truth is, single or married, uh, fill in your blank with things. We can live victoriously, period. Amen, sister.
0: I'm because teaching it right now on Tuesday nights in the bondage breaker. I, it's Jesus just Christ trick. came to set us free. Yes, He came to set us free so that we can walk a victorious Christian life despite the circumstances that we there's no circumstance that you can't walk victoriously with Jesus through.
1: And that's what I want to pray about right now. Go for it. So Lord, I just thank you that you are the lifter of our heads. And I thank you for the moms that are listening right now Mm -hmm. that have been beaten down and have been discouraged and have been overwhelmed by the enemy. And we thank you that you are lifting her head right now and that you are going to be speaking into her who she is in you, the daughter of a king a victorious one, a warrior, Mm -hmm. a survivor. Mm -hmm. And all of these things are because of you, because Christ in us is the hope of glory. And Mm -hmm. because greater is the one who is in us than the one who is in the world. And I thank you, Lord, that these women are um, world changers, that they are going to make powerful decisions Mm -hmm. that are from your heart. And that the that their children are going to watch and look at them and they're going to be amazed. And they're going to be learning about the heart of the father because of their mamas and because of the direction that their mamas are going in and the steps that they're taking. I thank you, Lord, that, um, that you blessed Tina's life and my life in the direction that you did, and Thank that you. we have stories to share, mm-hmm. and that we have come, come out of those stories singing your praises. Mm-hmm. And Lord, we pray that this podcast will go far out and be reaching um, lots and lots of people to let them know how loved and treasured they are by their good dad. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. how valuable your time is, and we are so thankful you chose to spend some of it with us today. We hope you've been encouraged. You can find Betsy at gatheringaround.com and Tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org. Enjoy your day, and we will see you again next week.